Hey Zookeepers, we're back with more of the ultimate kaiju. That's right, Leguizamo is back. We watched Super Mario Brothers movie. Is it a kaiju? Of course. Why would you argue? This is the most stupid podcast ever made. And if you like what you're hearing, go give us five stars on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. We'll read whatever review you write on air. It's fun. And then also email us at podzookypodcast at gmail.com. P-O-D-Z-O-O-K-Y podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll read whatever you send us there. Send us your love letters about Charles Barkley kissing Godzilla. We'll do it. We don't give a, we don't give a hoot. We don't give a dang hoot. Okay? Just try me. Also, get out of my house. Thank you. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all to the beat. Crap beer is heavy, man. It's yeah. worth it, though. It's also Crap. like I would buy nicer beer when I was younger than I do anymore now. Like, I pretty much almost exclusively drink old style. Yeah, I'm a real snob with beer. It makes me embarrassed when I have to talk about what I like to order. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... What are your beers of choice, now? Well, I usually go with the, any three Floyds if they have them on tap. That's why I like that at Demon Tap a lot. Um, I mean, for Chicago ones, Half Acre is great. Almost all their selections are pretty good. And then uh, anything from Off Color, too. If I'm at a restaurant, like a nicer restaurant, I'm, I'll probably get some kind of draft beer. You like an Arby's? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Taco Bell, is what I was thinking Yeah, of. which is something you can do at Taco Bell's now. The Taco Bell canteen yeah, is the only place really I've ever in. seen that use those bottoms-up serving draft dispensers. Yeah. The one with, like, the little magnet in the bottom. It ain't bad. Up. Yeah. The, yeah. They're, uh, so this is the rumor, and I think it's been confirmed they closed the Wrigleyville Taco Bell, which yeah. was Hell on Earth, and they're going to reopen it as a Cantina Taco Bell, oh, wow. which will be double Hell on Earth. <laughs> yep, that's not anywhere it needs more alcohol. Yeah. Oh Jesus! I um, circle. When I was working as a Grubhub or a Grubhubber um, to get money for the wedding last year, I had to do a few deliveries there. Sure, it was a nightmare just going mm-hmm. in to grab food, even. Truly, I had to go there a lot during like games when I did Instacart and mm-hmm. finding anywhere to park. Oh, I used yeah. to live a block away from there, Addison and Racine. I only did it for one year, but it was uh, terrible. Yeah, they, that's why it's cheap there. For the they rent. close all those roads off. Yeah, yeah it's true. Like well, I just got to go right over there. Why can't you just move the barrier for me? Yeah, got into a lot of fistfights with police officers. <laughs> well, I feel like this is a good place to start the podcast, guys. Thanks. Energy's high. Yeah, it's almost one a.m. <laughs> That means, we're, that means we're ready to talk some kaiju movies, guys. Welcome to Potzuki. I'm one of your co-hosts, Brandon Kirkman. I'm another one of your co-hosts, Martin Felschman. I'm your third, co- third co-host, Luke Evan Slip. And who's this? The ghost of Bob Hoskins. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, guys. It's Bob Hoskins' ghost, Tristan A. Smith. <laughs> Woo! Um... I should say, to start it off, Martin's been visibly sad the whole time. It's late. <laughs> We're all a little tired. And we watched the Super Mario Brothers movie because um, we jokingly said, since we watched The Pest last time, let's watch all of John Leguizamo's films. Is Spawn coming up? Spawn is coming up. I, want, I, I would like to come back for Spawn. <laughs> yeah, he was in Spawn. It was a hot year for the leg man. That's why I like Executive decision? Yeah, you have, you have fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was that 97 too? First one? I feel like that. It's, it's got to be, yeah, like, yeah. So six or seven, yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, same year as the Pester before. Um, but yeah, Wait, Pest was in 97? Yeah, yeah we yeah. were all shocked by that, too. I'm, yeah, I'm stunned by this news. Have you seen the Pest? 
I've not, but I just I remember seeing the uh, going to Blockbuster, and I always saw that right. video box. Yeah, and we talked about the last episode too. But I remember seeing that like VHS or DVD copy for so long. I just assumed it had to have been early nineties, early nineties, yeah. late eighties. Yeah, yeah. Like it just. Yeah, no, it doesn't fit at all in, like, yeah. 1997. Yeah, the racism feel like it's from the 1950s for it. Yeah. Uh, like, John Lennon's almost, what, like, in his 30s at that point? Yeah. And Probably, still, yeah, he's young-looking. There's yeah. a... Oh, no, but it's just, just like, he, he he had accomplishments. He didn't need this, this film. <laughs> yeah. No, he, this is, he needed to show how well he could play a Japanese guy and then how well he could play a Chinese guy. Yeah, which is all true. Did he do both? Okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did them both. Um, Sorry to go over the last uh, last podcast. No, we're gonna go and watch the pest after the pest, record another episode. The pest oh, is like <laughs> it's like a curse that doesn't end. I've seen that movie three times now. For the podcast? No. <laughs> Once for the podcast, twice for me. <laughs> twice for Danny. <laughs> no, you know it's a movie that keeps on giving. Um, so we should just get into this. It's uh, 1993. Nintendo's getting out there, and they're like, hey, let's make a movie. So that's when uh, Annabelle Jankel and Rocky Morton come along, the creators of Max Headroom, and say, let us direct this film. Um, it's interesting. I want to say that. I feel like after watching it, we'll get to the ratings later, but like, it's not a bad watch, but it's it's not what you would have expected in a million years if you told somebody to make a Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, yes. not at all. Like The, the vague strokes of the, of the framework and the characters are there, but nothing else yeah it does feel like everyone in the film is having a vague stroke <laughs> it's um i guess we should just start with the intro a narration which is always a bad sign for any film um yeah. not it's not bob hoskins right no no, no it's yeah oh, oh jesus homer from simpsons yeah from the simpsons as well as many other characters yeah. Yeah. yeah i didn't realize that i was out of the room cooking a pizza that was burning <laughs> yeah i think the reason it was him because like they was supposed to be bob hoskins but they made the movie and they decided to add that part in the beginning so you understand, like, okay, these people in the other dimension, they're all from dinosaurs. Yeah, because I, I think they, they saw a cut of that film and, and whatever executive was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, they couldn't. And, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, we, we can't put this out. Yes. Yeah. But it's like, get... they're out of the budget and they can't do any more edits, so like, okay, well, we need to shoot something to explain this at the beginning or this is never going out. <laughs> yeah, and they couldn't get Bob Hoskins back. Most likely, so they just got Dan Castellaneta as like, just kind of do an impression. Yeah. Um, do like a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. It, it, it's a real stupid intro and I hate it. Um, it's basically just like this guy saying like, there used to be dinosaurs, now no more dinosaurs. And they also have the two dinosaurs talk to each other. They're like, yeah, one's what? like, suck me off. And I was like, yeah, I'll blow you. <laughs> like, There's also a skunk yeah. just, uh, just in the in the shot. Yeah, hey. apparently skunks have been unchanged for millions and millions of years. No, hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it. They used to have really choppy cartoon eyes that just shot off in like two frames. Yeah, it looked kind of like a Philip CDI game. Yeah, uh, it scared the color was scared out of the sky at one point. Like the the white stripes went. Up. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's that's like a good setting of what the film is going to be like. We like then cut to after this intro. Although the film is nothing like animation wise at all, like what we saw. No. Like it's, yeah, there's the style does not fit the film that. Yeah, we're I think it's more of the tone the and the the weird narration of like this is just going to be a scattershot plot of. Well, I'm pretty going. sure it's probably supposed to look like a video game. But yeah, it doesn't really. Like I know I just said it looked like a Philip CDI game. Well, that's the but... thing. It looks like what someone who doesn't know what a video game is supposed to look like yeah. would be like. Oh yeah, this is what a video game looks like. Yeah, it's a cartoon you make on a computer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
That seems right. Gabagool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, how Italian did they make them in this movie? Like, uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit when they go it was on that like, double date and they eat at the most Italian restaurant. Yeah, it was like the last 20 minutes of Goodfellas over and over again. Italian. I'm just like, you gotta stir the sauce. Yeah, you don't see them eating very often, but like even at the end, they're eating spaghetti again. But not yeah. only were the main characters Italian, but everyone in their world was Italian. Yeah, like, that's like, right. The rival plumber was also Italian, and the rival plumber's uh, like associates also Italian. They, they really just did not associate with other races. Yeah, yeah. this takes place in Brooklyn, Italy. Or ethnicities. Brooklyn, Italy. Or, weren't the, uh, weren't the uh, bad plumbers Scarapelli? Yeah, yeah, Scarapelli. They were also like the gangster, right? Yeah. Who yeah. was trying to shut down the dig? Yeah. So that's basically where they, they cut to the after they've... Well, well, we left out the important scene where they set up the film about 30 years before. Um, where <laughs> we see our, our President Cooper 20 finally. years before, let's be clear. Oh, 20 years before. Yeah. Uh, she's she's pretty young. Yeah. Now 40 years ago. Yeah. Um, but we cut to uh, basically uh, our President Koopa. We're introduced to the villain, played by Dennis Hopper, who is very menacing in this film. I gotta say, he's giving it his all. Yeah. Um, he's having a lot of fun with the role, too, I gotta say. It's like him getting ready for speed. Like he, like, oh, yeah. yeah. And he probably was on speed. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Was that on purpose? Trying to cue something? Nope. Nope. <laughs> and I'm yeah. hungry like... Yeah, and it was right away, the too. Hopper. So... Uh, it cuts to him assaulting a woman, holding an egg. Uh, it's real scary. Hungry like the lizard. I should have said that. Yeah. And, in hindsight, that riff could have Well, if that was maybe in Dino Hatton, which we'll get to. <laughs> I like that it's not even... Like, it's an egg in there, but it's in, like, some kind of Superman-esque incubator. Yeah. They can fit one person egg. Yeah. 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 It's, it's real generous to call that an incubator. That's just an egg holder. Yeah. But, uh, well, she... Why? It just seems so pointless. It's ornate. Uh, like, that's, that's the only... And it has to, it can only be open with that piece of the meteorite. Yeah, mm. which she uses, I think, right before she gets killed by a giant rock, I want to say, and drops the egg with it, too. And then nuns find it, and the nuns hatch the dino baby, yeah. which, uh, we'll get to later. Um, yeah, it's sort of like their dino Christ. Yeah. It's like the beginning of Pushback <laughs> and Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh God, it is. Yeah. It's exactly like that. I did like when uh, President Koopa sang Hellfire, though. That's pretty cool. Oh, that was cool. That's yeah. a great song. <laughs> so, um, so we cut to present day, which is 1993. Because <laughs> remember, this takes place in the past, and it's uh, you know Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario, just plumbing, just out there yeah, getting Mario Brothers there. plumbing, and yeah. they get a call. For a job. No leaks too small. That's their slogan. Yeah. So they go out to get this job, and apparently they have to get there as soon as possible. So right. Luigi's going through, like, back alleys and driving through sure. trash. Showing that he has good instincts. That was, that's, yeah. That's a, a thing that's happened in the film well, several times. I don't know if y'all noticed he had, like, a catchphrase. It was like, I got a feeling about this. Literally, you yes. just say, I got a feeling. I bet Will I Am was watching this like, hey, hold up. Somebody <laughs> grab my notepad. <laughs> Honestly, Luigi followed The Secret, which would become uh, very popular in about uh, yeah. ten years after this, I think. <laughs> yeah. He's a real trendsetter. <laughs> they show up at the job, and they see that Scapelli beat them there. But that doesn't really make any sense because they called the Mario Brothers. Yeah. So they just called two plumbing companies. To see which they, one could get there first. Maybe they just and looked up like plumbers and they were like, okay, there are three here. I'll just call them. Whoever gets here first, right? In yeah. the phone book, the S's, they would have been relatively close to each other. Mm. That's true. Yeah. And I think Brooklyn probably only had three or four plumbers. It's not a big place. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a tiny little place called New York City, I want to say. 
So they uh, they get beat by there, and they're all complaining about these like gangster plumbers are up against. And uh, apparently they're also in charge of, I guess, some type of construction site? This is the part where it doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. I think he wanted to shut down... A dig that the college was doing, yeah. Because NYU, by the way, yeah, yeah. Because he like was also in like construction stuff, and they were delaying construction, maybe. And he probably had bodies buried there. He was this is a very yeah. stereotypical man, yeah. Who was involved in some shady dealing? It's really, I think, it's just the to get Daisy and yeah. Uh, the Mario Brothers to meet. Right. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, this is when we're introduced to Daisy, who's obviously the dino baby born earlier. Who's Played now, by Samantha Mathis. Yeah, very pretty lady. Of uh, Broken Arrow fame, at least. that She's famous to me from Broken Arrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she shows up, and she's being kind of pursued by these two kind of creeps, so Luigi helps her out. In a very weird scene with her and Mario and Luigi being like, hey, get in the back of our van. Um, well, Luigi does that whole, that uh, charmingly befuddled sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like yeah, it's, it's like Italian Hugh Grant. Yeah, yeah. So Mario, that's what we needed. <laughs> Mario has to do the talking for him. Like my buddy here doesn't quite know how to talk to you. So yeah. what we're saying is, get in the van. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it cuts to like literally them going on a double date later without like establishing anything before that. Where we're introduced to uh, Mario's girlfriend. What's her Not name? Not at all. Uh, uh, I think her name was. It wasn't like a video game name. Yeah, it was like it was some, I thought it some been, broad. It would have been nice if like her name was like Pauline, but I think it's like Denise. Yeah, I think it's Denise. Yeah. Uh, you could look it up online. We don't need to. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, like, this is introduces right away that the Mario character in this movie has game. Like, li- oh, for some yeah. reason, ladies love this Mario. I mean, he doesn't even have like a full head of hair like the Mario from the actual. Are you kidding me? Everyone loves this Mario. It's Bob Hoskins, man. Well, he's barrel chested. He could probably throw a punch. Here's yeah. the thing, Bob Hoskins. He's like, he, he's like late forties in this role right now, right? Yeah. Mario is canonically twenty eight. Yeah. Is that true? Did you not know that? Yeah, no, that's that's something Nintendo. I'm put older out than when, Mario. I'm when, older than Mario. I'm older than Mario. <laughs> that's something Nintendo put out when Odyssey came out. Are you like, the? Can you play Mario? Are you the age of Mario? I, I, will, be, <laughs> yeah. I will be in exactly a year. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. It's also, yeah, we should include this is we're recording this on Martin's birthday. Oh yeah, happy birthday! Yeah. Oh, twenty seventh birthday. All right, let's all sing again. <laughs> Honestly, we should no. film a Mario Brothers adaptation because it takes about a year for a movie to get like like be finished and get released. So and then I you could be Mario. Be, yeah, yeah. Like by the time of the press tour, you would be twenty eight years old, and like it would kind of make sense. This I is know. I gotta get in shape. This is seriously no, fucking you, me Bob up. Hoskins. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, Mario's not in shape either. <laughs> What are you saying? I guess you gotta start eating more. And Mario was probably way older back then. <laughs> he got he got younger yeah. as he's been going. This is fucking yeah. me up that he's twenty eight. This is that's like when you find out like Homer Simpson's like like also kind of young too. He's like thirty six. Oh, like yeah. the beginning of the show. Like I'm within spinning distance of his age. Yeah, same here. Thirty three guys. I should just get that out there. Thirty two. Nice. Thirty. Uh, so we're all. How many years away from Mario? Oh, I guess it's a game we can play later. <laughs> I don't need to. It's really not that. We can very quickly do the math. <laughs> nah, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, one, two. <laughs> <laughs> so she was being, Daisy was being chased by Spike and, and Iggy. is Iggy, right? So Spike yeah. is one of the bosses you fight like in the mid-levels of Mario Super Mario Brothers 3. Iggy's one of the Koopa kids, so weird choices. Um, Spike, they're... played by Fisher Stevens. I'm just going to give this background yeah. uh, mm-hmm. from Short Circuit 1 and 2. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. In Brownface, also um, cheated on Michelle Pfeiffer, just a random truth about his life. Hmm. I talked about that earlier. That's also mentioned in an episode of Psych. I know, yeah, I know a weird <laughs> amount about Fisher Stevens. He's also in the show Early Edition. 
I don't know why I know this. How do you Early achieve... edition, that show about the, uh, the future newspaper predicting that... newspaper? Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> Starring Kyle Chandler, filmed in Chicago. Oh. And had a, a childhood, um, uh, like, high school kid was in that show. Once. Yeah, I had a cousin in, uh, that was, like, an actor in Chicago that was in it when he was younger. I haven't stayed in touch with him for his name. <laughs> I really wish they could have gotten Trent Reznor to be in this movie. And he could have played, like, So he could Reznor. fuck Mario like an animal? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my mind went there right away. You that would have went to the right place. Yeah, so, yeah. that would have. I mean, that would have been a cool cameo for sure. The, so I, I should say we haven't gotten there quite yet, but the set design and all that it would fit with that perfectly. But um, so they go on this double date. They're called in for apparently that construction site they were talking about earlier has a huge leak. So they go there to help fix it, and then Daisy's talking about how she's always been attracted to the site, like something's drawing her there because this movie loves exposition. Mm-hmm. Um, so after they fix it, uh, the two Koopa kids, so Spike and Iggy, come and uh, bop them on the heads in a pool of water. Luckily, they don't drown, and then run off with Daisy into the portal. Well, they bop, they knocked him out, but like they fell over on the pipes. Yeah. yeah. So like they weren't going <laughs> to drown. But it is where like, they knock him out, then they take Daisy, and then... Luigi and Mario immediately wake up. Well, yeah, like, the knocking out really didn't I, take out much time. Yeah. I want to say it hasn't been time. officially confirmed that they didn't die there, and we're just watching like their final like death vision. Yeah, like a Jacob's Ladder, like we were saying. Yeah, <laughs> or like uh, also Tristan suggesting that they just like the movie was over after that. They just cut to the credits after they just fall in the water. And drown. <laughs> <laughs> Very dark take. We'll meet again. Yes. <laughs> But no, they, uh, so Mario and Luigi find the portal because some bullshit of like, oh, it's still slightly open so they can jump into it. And that's when we're introduced to Dino Hatton, guys. It's the parallel universe that was caused by the comet hitting the Earth and killing the dinosaurs 65 billion years ago. And uh, it's got everything just like New York, but now it's reptile people. Does oh. anyone who made this film know how comets work? No. <laughs> I think they worship him as a god, I want to say, from what I can it's tell. It's also the only inhabitable spot on their entire planet yeah there's like just a giant desert i guess outside of it is what they're yeah that's the same thing is like in judge dread yeah like you got uh mega city one or whatever it was called right and if you go outside then you're just having incest with all your mutant siblings which is pretty hot Uh, i will say john lugzon was an upgrade from rob schneider oh for sure yeah Yeah. totally i mean like we're saying we keep bringing it back to the past i feel like it's going to be this way for the rest of our podcast there, there is some charm to john leguizamo yeah. for sure i mean he's very annoying but also it's like I get he can it. be good yeah he, he's not always aimed to be good but he, he has the ability to yeah it's yeah. uh it's, it's an interesting phenomena but uh so in dino hatton they they i hate they, they do this in the film where it takes them forever to figure out like oh everything's different and crazy here but they don't accept it right away yeah so they're asking all these stupid bullshit questions all these people and they keep telling them, like you're in a different world they're like different world what do you mean it's like come, please i mean you jump through a fucking yeah. rock yeah and also he, he also saw himself fall through this kaleidoscope of, of 1993 video game yeah graphics. that, that oh, lovecraftian yeah. nightmare art the, dimension uh, didn't question that at all yeah. Yeah. You a police officer you can't arrest him for singing a song mm-hmm. which is how they get arrested but before they get arrested uh a voluptuous big black woman uh named big bertha runs off with the stone, because they had the stone from earlier, too. I forgot to yeah. say. After an old woman tries to mug them with a cattle prod. Which yeah. was a slightly funny scene. There are, there's slightly funny parts that happen in this film, at least. Oh, yeah. Um, but she gets thrown into a car and then I think ran over. Um, and then uh, Big Bertha runs off of that right before they get arrested with uh, Toad, who's this musician, street musician, 
uh, played by uh, what's his name again? Mojo Nixon. Mojo Nixon. Oh, yeah. I gotta forget. Famous uh, rockabilly psychobilly <laughs> yeah. Mojo Nixon. It's a great name. It is a really good name. Um, this is when we're kind of introduced more to the crazy world, and then uh, the whole prison system and the industrial complex that runs the Dino Hatton systems. Yeah, because it is it's it's a police station slash slash prison, which yeah, is yeah. Uh, no, there's no judge ever seen. No. They just can incarcerate whoever they want. And also the prisoners watch you get interrogated. Because yeah. the interrogation room has no ceiling. Yeah. So they can both hear and see you, uh, you know, either like standing up for your friends or, uh, or you know, giving up names. Like It's really an unsafe yeah. place in every regard. Well, you know, maybe that was a stylistic choice. Maybe they wanted to show this like, okay, listen, this is how it's going to look if you shoot, if you like present this as a play. Like maybe they were trying to do something like that. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, our town. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, legitimately, it was a good shot. They were good. They were, I should. The set design is pretty amazing yeah. for the film. Like it's, uh, you could tell they had a huge studio and a budget for it too. Elements of this film were well done. Yeah, well, yeah, no, it's. I, I think it's indicative of like what their earlier work was, where they made music videos. Yeah, this has all of the strengths yeah. and weaknesses of a music video. I said, like, this This one was as good as it could have been. Yeah. For 93, <laughs> too, for I sure. I mean, it, we went back and we watched it, and it wasn't the worst. It's definitely slow at parts, uh, that's for sure. So, like, I mean, we talked about, too, Double Dragon came out at the same time, which is a oh, atrocious God. film. Yeah, nobody can watch that piece of shit. Yeah. We will not watch that for this podcast, jokingly, even. Um, Can't wait to watch that next episode. Yeah, we'll watch the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, at this point, they're in the prison, and then uh, they're being sentenced after they are, or they meet King Koopa officially, finally. When he, he, I guess, is trying to interrogate them, but for no well, reason. Well, he pretends to be their lawyer. Yeah. Yes, only for oh. a weirdly limited time. Oh, yeah, just to like, dick around with them. Yeah. Once again, Dennis Hopper's having a lot of fun with like this. Like, maybe, he maybe keeps up the act for a minute and 30 seconds, yeah. and I mean, then he he just, he's like, he's reveal, reveals himself yeah. to be Cooper. I don't think Dennis Hopper was having fun with this at all. There's, like, a story of him, like, yelling at the directors for, like, 45 minutes because they rewrote his lines, and he's just really pissed off, and he would, like, tell people on set all the time that he was only doing this movie for the money. But Dude. then again, that also shows a passion that he had a voice for King Koopa, and he, <laughs> yeah. this is how he would talk, and he fought for it, so I don't know, man. Koopa, Koopa did sound like everything he said was like, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Hey, did they have good lines written down, and then... <laughs> <laughs> they made him, like, a germaphobe, too, like, he yeah. was afraid of yeah. talking about how dirty everything is, which I think was supposed to be, because he turned the king into fungus, yeah. and the fungus, like, took over the city, mm. almost like kudzu or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's a lot of weird choices, but uh, we're also introduced at this point to King Koopa's I want to say girlfriend, uh, named Lena, Lena. Uh, real smoking babe, uh, yeah. played by Fiona, Fiona Shaw, Shaw, which is great. Um, uh, another person I feel like was trying very hard with this role, <laughs> like God bless her. Yeah, um, yeah she was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, I want to say at the same time concurrent with this is where they cut to her like kind of. They've kidnapped a bunch of women, including Daisy, where they're trying to find Daisy, and then eventually she realized that it is Daisy with them, uh, while the Mario Brothers would be sensed to being de-evolved, de I want to say, is the punishment. Yeah, it's de-evolution. Yeah. Which is an incredible machine, if you really think about the ramifications of what it can do. Oh, yeah. Because it can also evolve you. It can evolve and devolve. Yeah, we could we, we could wrap that all together in one package, but basically, their friend Toad gets shoved up into it and turned into a nightmare reptilian creature, which yeah. is kind of a real frightening concept for a kid's movie. Well, it's no, supposed just... to be a Goomba, yeah. yeah. but they're like a giant... Uh... 
oh, John Byrne <laughs> sort of bodies. Yeah. It, it looks like... It's Lynch-esque, I'd almost say. It yeah. looks like Killer Croc, but if you had, like, the opposite of a big head cheat code. Sure. Yeah. A tiny cheat head code. Yeah. That had been real fucked up on NBA Jam, I just realized. <laughs> uh, it's just nuts that, like, like the... Like also, they they show the 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 series of evolution. They have like a, a diagram of evolution of creatures in their world, and it showed like just you know normal ass dinosaurs, and like the silhouette of that turning into uh, human creatures. Yeah, and I don't think that was addressed fully. I want to know the yeah. science the science of this world. No, the, that was an exposition poster. You got it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is a wacky, wacky world. I wish they would have done some more time with of just explaining anything in it. Like, and, who even built the de-evolution thing? Right. It's, and that's that's a remarkable yeah. piece of equipment. Because yeah. you could legitimately make society better. Koopa could have just come to this kingdom yeah. and say, hey, I've got an evolution machine. I can ru- make your world a lot better. You can have all the best technology. You can go to travel to the world. Share that with us. I guarantee we could use an evolutionary, uh, like an evolutionary an, an area enhancer. Maybe I mean, he's, this he's is evil. A... He's trying to keep the people down. Didn't you hear fucking Spike and Nikki going on about the proletariat? Why, okay, why can't he make himself better? Yeah. You I mean, that's what I was about to say. It's a real would... good criticism on the 1% and why... the rich running everything. Exactly. Why would a narcissistic asshole want to try to make himself better when you just fuck well, everyone that, else over? That's a good point because he gets... Koopa gets shoved into the machine. Yeah, when they escape. they de-evolve him yeah. a tiny bit. But he could have just re-evolved himself right yeah, after. Yeah, and chose not to. And, like, they didn't really do much of that until, like, the end when, like, they used the de- the de-evolved guns on him. Hmm. But it's not like that they would have needed to have the little tiny bit that he was devolved earlier in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I think just to, like, show him have the tongue at that one point where he, like, sticks out. His, yeah, his it must have been that. Wizard. You know yeah. what? What if, what if it's all a metaphor? What if there were, <laughs> was no, like, de-evolution gun or de-evolution ray? Yeah, we what are if, the de-evolution. We are diva. be happy with what you got, man. Well, that's the thing. What if it was just him embracing his inner beast more and more through the movie as he got more and more angry at those plumbers? No, this is an altered state, so it's a different film. Anyways. I will uh, also say, one thing I, I said in, in while watching the movie is that it felt like a worse get out. And, and like the, the, yeah. the, 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 the act of just being de- devolved into a mindless creature was, yeah, was far Like, Get Out was really troubling. Oh, yeah. This, remarkably. Like, I mean, we're talking about it. Jordan Peele's age would line up with him singing this as a kid yeah. and getting yeah. a good idea from it. He, he might have been like a film student at like yeah. USC or wherever he went to school and being like, like, all right, this is giving me an idea. Just set in the back of his head. I'm this, really excited to see what else is going to be. The sets like. in this movie remind me a lot of the uh, Monster World from, what's that? Uh, Movie with Fred Savage and uh, oh, My Monster or something. Something like My Monster. Monster My Monster, or My Bed. Little the one Little Monsters. That little, little yeah, the one where yeah. they they the one where they piss in a jar and a kid drinks it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sexy. Yeah, we, we, they they've talked about this in another podcast, but there's so many Fred Savage movies where there's a kid who drinks piss for some reason, like it was mm-hmm. in his contract or something. What mm-hmm. other? Yeah, I need, I need some more. Here Fred more Savage movies. movies than just there's a whole there's a whole my brother there. my brother and me episode. I don't need to do the research. Go listen to it. <laughs> uh, I'll look it up later. Because yeah, I just can't, I can't. That's the only movie I can think about yeah. that ever. I mean, of. I'll give this film. There was no piss drinking in this, which was great. Yeah. Um, I don't know that. Yeah, it was a wet and gross world though. Like a oh yeah, a lot of fungus goop and then mud for some reason and just uh, general grossness. But at this point, anyways, the the Mario Brothers have escaped. They have captured Daisy. Uh, Daisy's introduced uh, Yoshi, who is just a pet they keep around. That's a very scary but cute dinosaur at the same time. Yoshi's real very cute. cute. Yeah, Yoshi. Yeah, they sold Yoshi really well in this film. That dinosaur like, could get it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I'd let him get it. 
I will say I'm not independently crazy about Yoshi's design, but like when you think about the context of this world and you imagine like, oh, what's Yoshi look like here? It's it's perfect. That's yeah. it. I mean, they just had to have Yoshi because the last Mario game that came out was Mario. It was Super Mario World. world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super Mario World. So like, oh, we gotta have Yoshi. Which is also why I like they called it Dino Hat and why not just call it Dinosaur Land? Yeah. Also, uh, Tristan and all of us were discussing, too, the idea of the Twin Towers and if they would come down and Dino Head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, they, yeah, Osama bin Lizard doing. is... Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's right in the desert outside yeah. of the city. <laughs> um, well, one of the shots <laughs> in the end of the movie when they're, the dimensions kind of start merging together was like, yeah, that's Koopa's plan. If he puts the uh, shard of the meteorite back into the rest of the meteorite that caused the dimensional rift, then it will merge the two dimensions. Yeah, and he's thinking he could rule both worlds and all that yeah. sort of bullshit. Yeah, and when that happens, like, they have, like, their own crappy World Trade Center towers yeah, in yeah. Dinohattan, and then, like, it takes place of the... Right, but... Yeah, when the dimensions merge briefly, the, the uh, burned-out bad towers take the place of the Twin Specifically Towers. Specifically just the, the yeah, Twin that's Towers. That's the only thing that... Yeah. That's the only architecture that changes is just the Twin Towers. Yeah. So, we get to break it here. Uh, Super Mario Brothers predicted 9-11. Yeah. And also, the movie came out uh, in the same year that the World Trade Center was first attacked, and it, when it didn't come down, yeah. it, it might have inspired Osama Bin Laden. That's right. You know who actually directed this film? That's right, Nostradamus. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's such a stupid film in certain parts like that. But anyways, going back to where we left off in the plot itself is after the Mario Brothers escape. I'm going to check the actual, yeah. like, uh, months of, of the first September 11th attack. Or, or the, okay. the first, uh, the first 1993 yeah, so you attack. Get back to... it was September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely meant 93. Yeah. <laughs> they escape, like, outside of the city. so they're Yeah, they the get desert. thrown into the desert, and then that's when uh, we get introduced to the de-evolution machine again by Koopa. Because he takes Iggy and Spike and evolves them to super intelligence to chase them, which just makes them good guys who use proper grammar, I guess? Yeah, yeah they talk kind of like like a men's rights activist would the talk. Lady. And yes. then, uh, in like an online argument using big words for no real fucking reason. Yeah, they definitely do yeah. throw uh, proletariat around. I thought they were just, just being nerds. Like, I thought yeah. that was like, I mean, I think that was the 90s definition of nerds is today's definition of men's rights activists. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, they ain't wrong. That's for sure. I don't know. I felt like all of their lines were written by someone who, like, doesn't know the meaning of half of those words. Yeah. Your illogical supposition is quite amusing. Yeah. So like that, like, they use the thesaurus on every single word mm-hmm. they use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, they're they're put in charge of getting the Mario Brothers. They find him in the desert, and after they have, like, a brief conversation, they're like, oh, no, we want to take down King Koopa as well. So uh, they got them on their side, basically, but then they have to escape back into the city. So Do they, they even say that when they capture them in the desert? Because it seems like they're still wanting to get Daisy. Because they well, say, like, if we get the rock for you, then can we get Daisy? Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Well, they jokingly also say later that they were always on the good side trying to get the king back in order, which I guess might be true. Uh, it's, it there's so many reasons. You never tell they just... Because, yeah, they, when they get to the bar, they go up to the bar and they're like, yeah, down with King Koopa. Yeah. I and that's, know. like, the first you see that they're good guys now. Well, I think they were just kind of going to whatever side would benefit them. Because I'm sure now that they're smarter, they realize, like, man, King Koopa's kind of fucking dumb. Maybe. Yeah, you gotta play both sides. Yep. It's true. Uh, that's, hey, but that's just how money works, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, at this point, they've snuck back into the city, and they have to uh, romance Big Bertha to get the stone back. Uh, which is another very confusing scene in a lot of parts. Well, Big Bertha and... The video games is a giant fish. Right. Yes. 
And this one, she's a large black woman. Yeah. That giant fish. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who only Mario can woo as uh, he dances with her very sexually. Oh, very um, sexually. But uh, to the point they where... They have chemistry. Yeah, that's what exactly what I was going to say. Is like, they, Bob Hoskins and this woman, yeah. they probably fucked after the scene. <laughs> or at least they, they gave that energy off enough where I was impressed by either their acting skills or a true attraction they shared. Oh, they were married for four years. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when he died after this? When did Bob when did Bob Hoskins pass away though? 2014. Oh, that is really oh, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that means he had a life full of not this movie. Yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> I think he. I think that's that bright, at least helps a, mitigate. That's a bright, beautiful way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Also, sobering news: uh, the World Trade Center first attack came before this movie was released, which actually kind of makes it horrible that they included that snippet of the World Trade Center being replaced. They could have yeah. cut it out. Yeah. They so chose to keep it in. This is just an art film. Yeah. And I don't think you censor art. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Gotta shock the people a little bit. Especially with the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gotta show Mario keeping those titties. It's true. So they're... What happens now? Sorry. I, yes. I, I thought well, I knew it was... We were at birth, Big Bertha. Yeah, right. they they get the, the stone, but the Troopa... The and they should also give them the, the jumping boots. Yeah, yeah. she's, she's That's what I completely on board with them now. After she realizes that they're trying to take the stone, she's like, well, I like this Mario guy a lot. So she gives them rocket boots. Even though he clearly, like, he very clearly tricked her into affection. Yeah. She gets over that immediately. And kisses him. Big old yeah. smoocher. Now, you see, I kind of... I really liked the jumping boots when I was a kid because... For some reason, being a little kid, that was the first thing I thought when I heard they were making sure. a Mario movie. It was like, he jumps so high. Like, right. how are you going to get yeah. a human that can jump that high? So, give him boots that make him jump high. Yeah. Uh, so, they get out of there, but they realize they have to go back to Koopa Tower so that they can rescue Daisy and all that other stuff. And this is when it... It, it feels like it takes so long in this whole seg- segment of the film of, like, busting her out. Koopa's going over all of his diabolical plans. Lena's talking about why she wanted to get the stone back, too. None of it really makes sense, and then Daisy's also introduced to her father, the yeah. fungus, and realizes that she's from this world, and she's a dino baby, and yeah. she's also the princess. Well, yeah, you mentioned Lena, but she's got a good... Her motivation's very clear. She wants to be Koopa's only. She doesn't like that yeah. he needs Daisy yeah. in order mm-hmm. to activate the rock. I'll give credit to Daisy. She really takes a hold of her destiny and like really just yeah. like guides it. I mean, she's a, she's a powerful lady, and which is not a thing that they had in '90s films that right. often. Yeah. No, no hero's journey bullshit. She's ready to go right away. She doesn't rebuke yeah. the quest at any point. Hell yeah, yeah. Take that, Campbell. Fucking suck on it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they uh, they kind of get through all that while at the same time the Mario Brothers are trying to you know bust out with her and then figure oh, and, out. Uh, don't get the, the pizza running joke. There is a good running pizza joke where he calls to order pizza and he's like, hey, I'll have the Koopa special because he's King Koopa. Yeah. And they say, like, all these different gross things together. Like and... Extra pterodactyl. Yeah. And tail. Then... Pterodactyl tail. Right. Pterodactyl tail. And then right before hold he hangs... Hold the mammal. Yeah. Hold the mammal. And then right before he hangs, he's like, oh, also spicy. Which is, okay, it's pretty funny. He's also using one of the computer terminals in his tower and for some reason they operate via a light gun. Yeah. yeah. It's attached to the side instead of a mouse. Which yeah, is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen. It's cumbersome. 
no, yeah. just to, to th- be able to like make you, a phone call. You think you but, think Brooklyn has gun problems? <laughs> Dino Hatton, all of our phones are guns. I guess that's supposed to be a video game thing, but then why wasn't an NES zapper? Well, yeah, I remember it's that. Kind of like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like like because like they, were, they had to duck cut Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, all the people they're just like, hey, this is sort of a shout out to I don't know. All those times the, Link the, would the, call the, Zelda on his gun. The D of all gun was a uh, super was, scope. Uh, yeah, yeah, super scope. Which was a kind they just of a, painted black and purple. Yeah, which was know. kind of a fun reference there too. Uh, but they uh, they where are they exactly now at this point? I feel like because the whole tower sequence just feels like it takes so long. <laughs> I will say that this film was filled with a lot of references. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Cause, yeah. I mean, you know, we have references to uh, one uh, Willy Wonka at one point, The Wizard of Oz, nine eleven. They I literally don't remember any references. You don't remember uh, the, the Willy Wonka was like like when uh when, when they're uh, flying. They're fl- yeah, they're so supposed to float up like after jumping off the, yeah. the elevator shaft. That's not really like it's, it's obviously it, it's a twist on Willy Wonka references that they don't really float. It's just mm-hmm. like yeah. a, Bouncing on a trampoline mushroom, made of mushrooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Wizard of Oz is like the clicking the heels together to be able to jump up the boots. Yeah, yeah. which is pretty fun. And then 9-11, we saw that pretty clearly. Yeah. yeah. A lot of 9-11 in this film. More than we were expecting, which was kind of a fun, pleasant surprise. Also, Sopranos slash Goodfellas out. Uh, yeah. Every, every Italian character is just... I mean, spoiler, I'm giving this movie a 9 out of 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a Mario game. It should have had like a whimsical world instead of this kind of like uh, cyberpunk... Yeah, sort of dystopia yeah. that the filmmakers wanted to make. You know what this could have been cool for? A fucking F-Zero or Metroid movie. Oh yeah, that I would know. actually fit pretty well. Especially for an F-Zero film. Looks kind of like the, the Gotham in uh, Frank Miller's uh, Batman story. Why, why can't I think of the name of it? The Dark, the Dark Knight? Knight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. The Dark Knight. Is it Returned? Or? Oh, well, Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Returns was the sequel they did, which was not as good. Okay, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises, oh, that's right. Yeah, Returns yeah. is Batman Returns. Yeah, which mm. is my favorite Batman film. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Yeah, I no, 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 I'm not talking about the film, I'm talking about the, the, the graphic novel, Frank Miller. Uh, yeah, that's Oh, the, Dark yeah. Knight Returns. Yeah. 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 Which is great. Uh, but the Dark Knight Strike, Strikes Back is the sequel goes. that yeah. you don't like. Where Plastic Man's the villain? Yeah, it's, that's all. No, uh, Robin, who's like genetically altered to oh, be right. unkillable. Oh, yeah. Running around as the Joker. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry guys. We'll save you time. It's not that good. Um, yeah, you don't want to read it. It's yeah. awful. We just we saved you, I don't know, a good hour or so. It's post-insanity, Frank Miller. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's... Oh, boy. Man, you should have just stopped after RoboCop too. Well, anyways... To get back on, they eventually escape by taking a mattress down a chute uh, because they froze... An ice-filled chute. Yeah, an ice-filled chute because they turned the building cold for some reason with uh, Mario's girlfriend and a bunch of other girls they had kidnapped. Yeah, they turned it cold and the only thing it does is make that tube, that pipe, that giant pipe that they can fit into frozen so that they can get the mattresses down there. They didn't know they were going to need to do that. There, there are a number of women who were kidnapped uh, just in New York. There are five women. It took five attempts for them to find before they could find you. Yeah, and apparently so they all knew Mario. Yeah, which honestly, it's kind of impressive they did it the sixth time. If they just are keep they keep grabbing random women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Of, of all of of all of uh, Brooklyn, I mean, they really kind of they were. That's a good search. Yeah. They were good detectives. Yeah, they should give Iggy and Spike a little bit more credit. Yeah, here. like like for for being dumb and getting that, like yeah. and still accomplishing that much. Yeah. It would have been a very weird and more dark film if it was just a room full of like 600 different women just there for years. Yeah. Oh. Subhuman conditions. Also, uh, was it Iggy and Spike? 
Iggy? Is yeah, Iggy and Spike. Yeah, yeah, like they were the Rosencrantz and Gildan turn of this world, I think we can say. Yeah, definitely. A real hill turn, which was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they uh, they eventually do like take Daisy to uh, her father, and they run off, and it's like the rest until we see them at the very, very end of the film. Um, but they get out, and then Koopa's hot in their tail, so this is when like the big fight that's the rest of the movie takes place, kind of, but it keeps interjecting with... Uh, Lena's run off with the the little um, also lady taking destiny into her own hands. Right, yeah, very a lot of powerful women in this, but she gets electrocuted hor- horrifically first. Doesn't kill her. Yeah, she gets electrocuted by like all the cars are operated the way bumper cars operate. Yeah, who oh, right. uh, screen on the yeah. above them that passes. Yeah, but it just gives her like a bright of Frankenstein hair yeah. instead. She's also Lady Macbeth in uh, her ambition. So maybe this 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 honestly oh. this is Shakespearean now. It is very film. Shakespearean. Uh, we may have cut. We might be <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, crediting them a little bit short. I like yeah. it. It's Shakespearean with just a peppering of nine eleven, <laughs> which is how I'm going to describe this film now. <laughs> Man, put, put that on a shirt. Oh my god, that's oh, that's our shirt jingle right there, man. <laughs> Dropping it in. T-shirt. Uh, it's yeah, it's it's a wild film. At this point, she has the crystal. She runs off to the portal after being electrocuted, and she's like, "I'm gonna open the portals." And then Daisy gets there, and she's like, "Don't do it." And she's like, "No, nah, I will." And then she horrifically gets electrified to death and thrown onto the wall as a skeleton. Yeah. yeah. She She's incinerated like and pressed in the wall, and then but Luigi I, says, "Like, wow, she really leaves an impression." Yeah, <laughs> take also, that, you woman. Her yeah. hair leaves an impression on the rock face. Like her hair yeah. isn't like fossilized, but it just is. There's still hair around the scalp. Yeah, they're all yeah. tiny little bones that were coming out. Of I think it's like when you when you put like silly putty on your arm and then you pull it off and you can see like all the fine little hairs and stuff. Yeah, that could be true. Um, but at this point, uh... Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Because she did that, it starts merging the two worlds together, but, like, improperly. So they keep teleporting between our world and Dino Haddon, which is when they run back into the... What was the name of the, the evil plumbers again? Scapelli. The Scapellis, getting ready to do a grand opening. And then King Koopa shoots them with one of the de-evolution guns and turns them into a monkey. Chimpanzee. Which, a chimpanzee. Yeah. Sorry, monkey but he, but tail. J- yeah, right. Koopa does go, a monkey! Yeah. yeah. And then this is a weird thing that happens in films a lot. Everybody looks at the monkey and starts laughing instead of being horrified at what just yes. happened. Yeah, they're like he was a gangster a and human a bad guy, but he was still just, a person. Yeah, yeah, it was just turned was just turned into an ape. This male's a uh, husband, possibly father. Yeah. Yeah. His family just won't know him again. They and a pillar to, to the community. The yeah. He was pretty rapey early in the movie. When was he, he was talking to Daisy? Yeah, yeah he gave it kind of like an up and down. Oh, and yeah. he said something that was gross, but I can't remember what it was. It was like a lot of young women are being abducted in Brooklyn. Shame if I think I missed that part. Maybe I walked out of the room. Yeah, oh. I was busy with the burning pizza. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, we also burned pizza to bring you this podcast. Yeah, the yeah. pizza alarm was going off. We risked our lives for you, man. Well, I was saying the pizza the fire... wasn't even burning. It was something else that must be in your oven. Yeah. Yeah. The smoke detector is like uh, old pizza. still yeah. out on the wall. The smoke detector, yeah. like Brandon could die tonight. I'm hoping, man. We can all die every night. Fingers crossed. Treasure your life. Yeah, that's what we want you to know about yeah. this podcast. Don't forget about your mortality. Uh, <laughs> we should put a, a 50 minute silence in after this just make that afterwards. our longest episode yet yeah. I think we should have an after credits uh, uh, moment of this podcast yeah I oh. think that's a bad idea you're thinking the same joke I am too aren't you <laughs> with the Nerdists and yeah. yeah okay yeah we don't have to go down there <laughs> we're all thinking it. Uh, anyways at this point they're having a fight between the dimensions Daisy family uses like her power to put the stone in and then merge the world back together. 
And uh, they have a final fight with King Koopa. Both him and Mario shoot him with de-evolution guns until he turns into a giant dinosaur. And then dinosaur come, I want to say. I think it's supposed to be like primordial ooze. This but... is also a little while after that Mario had he'd found a bob bomb. Oh yeah, that's they right. keep that. pronouncing it as bob bomb instead Isn't of just it? saying. Isn't bob bomb? I thought it was like bob bomb, like bob. Yeah, bomb. I thought the same thing. Yeah, like he's a bomb named Bob. I think either are acceptable. Oh. Yeah, uh, but it's a very long, almost like a Rube Goldberg s scene of like they accidentally drop it when they first light it, and the whole time, like over fifteen minutes. <laughs> You see slowly walking towards where it needs to go and eventually explodes on Koopa. And that's when they blast him with the de-evolution ray. And he's dead. Everybody's happy. And uh, immediately the um, town goes into, uh, not only a celebration, yeah. but painting over yeah, the old, billboard. So, which yeah. was a, this giant cool poster of him holding a chainsaw, which actually would be pretty <laughs> yes, cool to have in a I would like Well, somehow be. the king is immediately de-evolved. But none yeah. of the Goombas are de-evolved. Yeah. Or re-evolved, He said something real cheese, like, some real cheese shit I forgot already. Yeah, it's where there's no... plumbers. Oh, that's right. It's where there's no other monarchy in place. It was just... Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. there didn't, didn't seem to be a system. I mean, so, what, that big... Him? One of those big posters said, vote Koopa. Yeah. Are we looking at this wrong? Because he's a monarchy, and you had a whole democracy of voting Koopa in well, after may, this. Maybe king is just a term for president. Maybe maybe they're, like, the yeah. traitors to the, the country. An electable an elected king. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Maybe I'm looking at the wrong here too, guys. You know, this I mean, really they, makes they, you he's think continually called a fascist and a despot and a mm-hmm. dictator yeah. in the movie. So well, maybe he's a king, but also prime minister. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of angles we're not looking at. I mean, after all, Bob Hoskins is English. Maybe he had some, some say so in the script. Yeah, this that's king why Dennis Hopper was unhappy about it because he's like, "Hey, we're not a parliamentary system. We're <laughs> this is a dictatorship." And then, of course, he had to get angry at the writers for following Bob Hoskins and Star's yeah. uh, input. Maybe and, that's where Dennis Hopper got into the whole like forty five minute argument yeah, exactly. with the director yeah, yeah. they were dedicated to this world I, I think it's funny at this point too before they have to have their tearful or their tearful farewell because Daisy gives this whole speech of I have to stay here and discover my people and all yeah. that um, at the same time they're like turning everything back to normal but they don't de-evolve Toad back into being a human because I guess he's just fine being a freak monster now yeah yeah no he's he's less annoying now that he can't play guitar yeah and he can still play harmonicas that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. that's not too bad yeah, I need more harmonica. Always less guitar, more harmonica. Yeah. It's a big role of Stevie Wonders. Yeah. More cowbell. Yeah, there's you remember cowbell. that from the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I do. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. Oh, man. Well, they basically in the film, they go back to their world. It shows that uh, Mario's back with his girlfriend. Well, not all of them go back. Yeah. Only, yeah, only, yeah. only the Mario brothers. Yeah. Mario Daisy brothers. stays behind, right. and uh, Luigi, is uh, so for some reason, loves her. Uh, despite the, they've only spent maybe twenty four hours together, he loves her because that's how they were written. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for punching your for punching your. Wait, wait, wait! That wasn't a documentary. <laughs> you mean I say? You mean I saved your life and a whole entire civilization for nothing? Yeah. At least mm-hmm. give me a little boob. See, <laughs> just like the video game. Also, it's very interesting that uh, that Luigi uh, had sexual tension with uh, with Daisy and not Mario. Yeah. yeah, Mario had sexual tension with anything that moved. Yeah, true. He yeah, was Mar- a Mario real, gets down. He was a real fiend of this, like a real puss yeah. fiend. Yeah, Mario picks, fixes pipe and lays it. <laughs> I feel like there were some other like movie adaptations they did in the nineties where like 
they would give the backup character the girl instead of like the main guy for some reason. Mm. Or they don't have the girl. Yeah, I think Schindler's so List. Be... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben Kingsley was fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he fucking. <laughs> oh, I can't resist a good Schindler's List reference, guys. Um, that was, was that a good one? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I can't resist a mediocre Schindler's List reference, guys. <laughs> That's another shirt. Um, <laughs> oh, man. We gotta do one of these shirts one of these days. Uh, oh, this is a, a weird side note about my life um, that involves Schindler's List. Uh, <laughs> well, let's get into it. <laughs> I'll play the Schindler's List side story jingle now. When I was uh, when I was in going to Second City, like doing the writing program, yeah. uh, me and the, uh, the writers in one of my classes, uh, we decided to do this thing of like. Which I think a lot of people do is just like like you you uh, pornograph pornographically change film titles, <laughs> and Schindler's Fist was always my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, so that's uh, it was just a, it was just a game of puns. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, we had an absurd amount of fun. Yeah, I think the one we did was you say movie names that can be the porn title without any changes. Sure. Yeah, we did that a couple times too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would I would say that I would do Sophie's Choice colon. <laughs> no, I, just, I was gonna say anal or vaginal, but it's too late. One of that is Sophie's orifice choice. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, same. Choose Sophie's orifice. Two different thoughts, same result. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, they. Uh, we Excellent should wrap it up. <laughs> That's pretty good. Shaving Ryan's privates. Yes. X Men first there. ass. <laughs> X Men days of future ass. <laughs> X Men apocalypse. <laughs> Spartacus, but with fucking. Yeah. Wait, that's what... Well, and there's Spartacus. The, the TV well, show, yeah. The TV yeah, show, the show I guess, yeah. 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 Uh, big Trouble in Little Vagina. Sorry, X-Men Dark Feet nice. Ass. <laughs> ass? Man, that's less than all the X-Men ones, almost. Um, Definitely all the, the, the prequels, yeah. They can, yeah, it's they can, almost they can like, fit ass. Yeah, Brian Singer's got something on the mind, and it's not just little boys. <laughs> Eraser head. I, oh, man, I don't I want to get into that whole thing right now. <laughs> King Dong. Kingdom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that the uh, that was so simple. I had to think about it. Is that the racist character from Sixteen Candles? Oh pre- yeah, Long yeah. Dong Duck. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Who oh, boy? Uh, anyways, we didn't actually finish the film. Uh, we should well, say we, a crave. <laughs> <laughs> we finished describing the movie, didn't we? We're, well, we didn't we, say we that. Got right to the end, and then right. Well, yeah. basically, Luigi is sitting around looking sad, and then Daisy comes to him and is like, "We got to go back." Did and you then, mention yeah. that? Yeah, three weeks is, later. Yeah, picked up three weeks later. But technically, the king saved the day. With like because the oh, he yeah. had one of the mushrooms, a fungus that grew. Oh, yeah, yeah. even, even when he was evolved into a fungus, he still had autonomy and, and the yeah. control of the entire uh, city, <laughs> like not just like his localized area. He could he could control. Well, when he became human again, he was like love those plumbers, so he remembered the plumbers. Yeah, also, he, could... he didn't he didn't have to like he didn't have to be de evolved. Just no. it was just the, was the mu- yeah, just magically after Koopa's death was. Uh, was ready to go as a human. So, you know, maybe this whole thing, like, he was just playing dumb so he could murder his political opponent. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, once again, this film, you can take a lot of different... Got a real dances. Mussolini on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Italian. I mean, it's perfect. This, yeah. <laughs> this fits in with this world. Uh, so, yeah, they uh, basically cut to the end of the film. You go through the credits, and then you get a little post credit scene. One of the first uh, times we probably saw that in a film. Well, uh, even like before the post credit scene, you got where, like, it, like, a teaser for a sequel yeah where Daisy shows yeah. up 
right, looking yeah. all rugged, and be like, "I need your guys as help." Gun in hand, yeah, she's yeah. actually looking pretty darn sexy. One of those yeah. worthless flamethrower guns, yeah. that, like yeah. just shoot a tiny puff of flame, like, kinda like foot in front of it. Yeah, she's like Sarah Connor. <laughs> yeah, which you can't help but be attracted to that, mom. Let me tell you, that's a milf right there. Yeah, Sarah Connor. Oof. Yeah. I want to terminate that. We can stop with this now. She had a twin too. Did she? Maybe I mean, Sarah Connor didn't. Connor yeah. didn't, but the actress did. That's, oh shit! That's how they do that scene in the second movie when she's like doing whatever inside uh, the Terminator's head, and oh. when she's got a, they've got a mirror in front of them. Like she's standing. It's just like a. Oh man, window, I didn't realize that. And she's standing on the other side, and her yeah. twins on the foreground side. Oh man. James Cameron was inventive even before he had all those CGIs. Yeah, yeah. that's how. That's movie magic, man. That's why she was hired, because she yeah. had a twin. She <laughs> entire, that's why this franchise. Well, yeah, because James Cameron saw it and like, and twins! <laughs> <laughs> well, they did date. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's it. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That guy loves being underwater. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I, not, I mean, that's not a joke. He has a submarine. No, no, I mean, I, I don't know how that was a segue. I loved it. It was a great segue. Yeah. I don't know how it made sense. But yeah, we the post credit scene is uh, two Japanese game programmers have found uh, Iggy and Spike, who are in the real world from now, and they talk about how they want to make a video game based off their adventures, and they say the Super Koopa uh, Cousins, which, that'd be a fun game. Yeah. Oh, uh, another trivia fact about Mario. Uh, the game, actually. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm not, by any means, a uh, particularly uh, advanced game or anything, I just like to read articles. And I, I read this one article that says uh, some of the game developers in America of uh, Mario um, like created the, the, the character's look uh, because they, uh, they couldn't pay all their money to the landlord. So as a sort of a tribute, they're like, hey, we'll make the character look like you, landlord. Uh, so you kind of take it easy on the rent. Yeah. And uh, they did, and that landlord probably made no money in royalties. Uh, they, but, uh, they I think his paid... name was Mario. Yeah, his yeah. name was Mario. Oh, yeah. oh, they got the name? Oh, that's yeah. much yeah. worse now. Well, Because yeah. I know they gave him the mustache because yeah. you couldn't tell he had a right. nose if he didn't have the mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, so the guy, Mario, who's actually based off, uh, he got a decent amount of money. He never wanted Notoria or fame from it, so he never really talked about it too much, and he passed away, I think, about two or three years ago. Okay, nice. uh, But he lived a pretty decent life, so, oh, yeah. yeah you can I'm read... glad that he did get money out of it. Yeah. He owned was... more than one warehouse. That's yeah. a good life. Yeah, that's true. He, a Wario's warehouse? A Mario's warehouse. <laughs> okay, this is a bad joke. I'm just going to bend it. So let's uh, get... what, what are the... What's, what's the... Uh, um, the... Last name of Wario is, is he Wario Wario or is he oh, Wario shit. Mario? They've never talked about Wario's last name, have they? No, I think he's like Cher. Yeah, just Wario. Yeah. yeah. What if it's Wario Mario? That'd be fucked up. What if it's Wario Y Luigi? Yeah. Like, like they they because oh awesome. that would be now that yeah, would be Wario really, <laughs> Luigi Y Luigi. We didn't even really mention the fact that John Leguizamo and uh, Bob Hoskins technically aren't related. In this movie, no, no, they're not. Um, yeah, Mario. Yeah. Mario's more of a caretaker of Luigi, who somehow named him. Well, the, yeah, it should the, be like he's his, the he should, name. He should be like his dad, not his brother. Well, no, maybe he's like maybe he's just like coming to grips with like his own mortality, uh, and he's like, I don't really want to identify as the older guy. So guess what, bro? Let's go hang yeah. out and troll yeah. for pussy. I think, yeah, that's, I think also, that's how I got over the guilt of the incest. Yeah, it's also. <laughs> Like Luigi is in love with this. Luigi is in love with Daisy because she's also an orphan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't know your parents neither? <laughs> you ain't never met your folks. That's a pretty good John actually. <laughs> Oh, so we should get to the rating systems. Uh, uh, I don't 
want this podcast to end. No. <laughs> we want it, guys, it's been a fun time, but don't worry, we got stupid games after this. We do. Uh, so each year we have a different rating system. The first year we did this, it was Podzuki versus non-Podzukis, which is too stupid to explain. And then after that we had the Goro rating system for Mortal Kombat, so you okay. had four arms. That one's a little easier. Uh, we're back into having one that's too stupid to explain again. So we do it out of Crabs versus Turtles okay. um, from a film we watched that we quite enjoyed. Uh, so was the film called Crabs vs. Turtles or something else? No, it was. Which one was it? It was Space Amoeba, which was really actually a really fun yes. film. Because uh, there's a giant turtle and crab that fight, and at one point they say, "Oh, crabs! A turtle's natural enemy." <laughs> which, Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, such a great, such a great film. Uh, so I'm gonna say that this film is six turtles out of ten crabs. Or no, is it the other way around? I forgot. Who I cares? think it was six out of nine. Six out, out of nine. Yeah, six out of nine. Yeah. yeah. I still don't feel like this has been explained to me in the rating system. Oh, you just make up whatever rating. It's all a feeling. Uh, again, I'm going to give this film uh, nine crabs out of eleven turtles. Nice, nine eleven. I should because ex- this film is a national tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, also I should explain mine is a '69 joke because it is much like '69 in real life, where it looks a lot more fun when you hear about it, but then when you try it in real life, you're like, "No, it doesn't really work that well, does it?" I'm like six two. You're like five five. This is not. This is just not gonna go like I imagined. Yeah. We can have a shirt that has like the poster image and then never forget. <laughs> that way we're like can't be called out for technically talking about nine eleven, yeah. even though we sort of still are. Well, let's Photoshop the twin towers in the background of that poster. Yeah, yeah. or it's just the, gonna be a T-shirt that says a mediocre Schindler's List reference Podzuki. <laughs> Never forget Yoshi. Uh, <laughs> Yoshi looking off to the distance of the two towers decimated. I'll give it a four out of ten. Yeah, that's his movie. Yeah, below average, pretty boring, but yeah, I guess it'd be it'd be kind of the perfect movie to to just be on TV. I mean, I th- I still think about what Tristan said earlier too. Like, this is as good as it could have been for a film that came out in 1993. Although at yeah, the same probably. time, um, yeah. it's that film could have been like not a film because uh, the same year Jurassic Park came out, and it clearly blows away in terms of the creation of dinosaurs <laughs> and animatronics. Yeah. It blows away every aspect of this film. Jurassic Park is endlessly rewatchable. Well, hey, it yeah. came out well came scripted. Out, it came acted. Out, it came out a full month before Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park only had all those good effects the last month. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. yeah, this came out what? It was September eleventh, nineteen ninety three, right? <laughs> he just had dogs and costumes before that last month of shooting. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good film I'd want to watch. So how do you feel about this film then, Tristan? Uh I'm I couldn't think of like you know many funny numbers, uh, so I just have to go a twelve out of seven because that's a, a day that'll live in infamy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Why don't we bring Pearl Harbor back for funny jokes? I know it's it's either that or the Hindenburg, and I couldn't. I don't know. No one knows what day the Hindenburg happened. Probably September eleventh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if we didn't know the whole time, like the world didn't. That would be the with all the tragedies. Literally, a, the Titanic take off September 11th. <laughs> until this podcast, somebody went back and started looking at the dates, like, oh shit, <laughs> yeah, we're uh, like Woodward and Bernstein right now. Yes. <laughs> we're breaking up, breaking it open, baby. Uh, I hate. So the the Bernstein argument's good. Also, I, on your birthday, we're discovering this. Yeah. What is your relation to September 11th, Martin? And that's right. When was Martin born? That's right. We're recording on September 11th. <laughs> We should release this episode on September 11th. Just hold it, hold it in the. Oh my god! <laughs> we got. We have to decide now to hold okay. this in the vault oh, of Podzuki. I gotta see it's how quick. Be hard. I can see how quick Jacob Lowry can record, baby. <laughs> oh man, oh, I gotta think about this now, guys. 
Well, we should get to stupid games. Uh, stupid games. Uh, I don't know if you know this about this. This feels like we did one already. Yeah. <laughs> this whole podcast. The whole podcast is a stupid game, to be honest. Do we lick the battery? Okay. Yeah, we just lick the battery. So, every every kaiju movie we've ever seen has some element of electricity in it. Sure, and, yeah. In this film, yeah. it, it has it. Yeah. She yeah. dies. What, what, what if the pest... She gets uh, murdered by electricity. Did the pest have any electricity in it? Uh, no. We Which said it should, yeah. It should have, because it's just a film where a dumb guy gets hurt. Like, so you're expecting to get shocked at some point. Yeah. He yeah, should. You think, so you think? I feel like in a movie like that, the villain would get like electrocuted. Do mm. one of those. His face would flash, and it'd be a skeleton for a couple of seconds. Lena's electrocuted twice in the film. Yeah, yeah. Like the first time, not hurt at all. Like, like she, she's like just has some like like flashy hair. Yeah. But then that's a sad ending to her well, life. Yeah. Well, yeah. the second time, it's like some kind of interdimensional energy. Sure. So. I, I think maybe that's a, just another lesson. Like that's that. also like a, an allegory for September 11th because the first attack yeah. <laughs> didn't get the job done. But the second one... Yeah. Oh, look, how do you keep finding these links? <laughs> it's there, man. <laughs> Wait, King. That's nine letters. Koopa, 11 letters. <laughs> Alright, let's look this better. You've broken my spear like the buildings. Hey. Ooh. I still got it. Have you? Did you ever like a nine volt when you were kid? No, I never did. It was spicy. Ooh, what? yeah. If you All want right. to, we we should say we never force it. But I think I'm gonna. Yeah, I can't. I can't make. <laughs> I can't make myself do it. <laughs> it's a. It's a weird sensation. It is. Luke, Luke really likes it. Yeah, Luke loves it. I get into it. He's like our. He's like our life serial kid. <laughs> um, I feel like for the other stupid game too. Oh, is that the game? Licking the battery? Just licking yeah. the battery. Oh, okay, yeah, in that case. case. I didn't realize I was... Yeah. Oh, we don't... Uh, we, don't we don't force anyone yeah. to do it. Ah, that is an interesting sensation. Oh, okay. It's, I feel like it's I'm good not answer, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It could be like somebody's new kink they've never realized. <laughs> oh, God, it's a 9-volt battery. Where's the 11 one? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Once again, we're making all these realizations Grab, here. Uh, some jumper cables on a car battery. Ah! That's, that's like 11. Like a crank. That turned it up to 11. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. Um, so, for another stupid game we've been doing, which is uh, comments from Facebook, or Saucy Comments. Saucy Facebook Answers. I like to have people post stuff. Um, this is where I need to talk about this a little bit. I posted for people to post, uh, yeah. in honor of Tristan's Confessional Mondays, feel free to admit something very shameful we can read in this episode. I had 24 people like this status, which is a decent amount. Yeah. And then only two people wrote below it other than Tristan. So people like the idea. I definitely try to uh, to like garner some uh, some some for the algorithm. Yeah. We've to... yeah, we've done it before, and people write a lot. So I, I should go through the list of all twenty four people and read their names out to let them know let us down. No, Jamie wrote something. Hobart Thompson, you let us down. Uh, Richard Kuznick, <laughs> you let us down. Dane mm-hmm. Harden, past guest, you let us down. Kevin Potus, le- past guest, you let us down. Julie Merica, past guest, you let us down. <laughs> John Kuznack, past guest, you let us down. Jason Flynn, past guest, you let us down. Joe Horan, future guest, let us down. Whitney Watson, future guest, let us down. Saurabh, Fru- I don't have to say his name too often. Fruzesh. His last name, Fruzesh, you let us down. Kyle Parks, future guest, let us down. Rebecca Loser, past guest, let us down. Jody Bufkin, okay, I don't need to do the whole list. Yeah, you don't have to read all of them. Uh, but no, I should say the ones who didn't let us down was Adam Gilbert wrote, Oh fuck, I love that movie, which might be a shameful thing he was admitting, which I don't mm. think he realizes. <laughs> um, 
And then Jamie Carbone did write something that was very funny for his shameful admission, which was, I once wrote 53 chapters of Digimon fanfiction. Nice. Which I know is definitely probably not a joke for Jamie Carbone. <laughs> no, it's very true. My question... Have you read any of them? No, I just, I just know Jamie. I have a theory. If we ask him to share it and he doesn't want to, it's not because he's embarrassed. It's because it got very sexual at a point. Sure. I think it's because he's secretly the most popular Digimon fanfiction writer <laughs> on the internet. Oh, he's Joe Digimon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, that was Saucy Comments from Facebook. Next time, guys, write something below instead of liking it. I did say, as a bonus confession, that I hate Mondays. Yeah, that is just to sort of... Yeah, as you wrote, not cheeky. a lot of traction on this post, bonus confession, I hate Mondays. And, and then I said, I'm glad someone said it, finally. <laughs> <laughs> and also, as you, you say that was your holding uh, a Garfield, Garfield Notepad. Note so this whole day has really been on a whole lot of uh, serendipity, kismet. I mean... Well, you know when they published the first Garfield cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> September 11th, 1975. So much Garfield. Have you all heard the, the joke that's going around town of uh, this open micer who's doing um, a bit about uh, Garfield creator Jim Davis uh, being worth $800 million? Oh, there is that guy. Yeah. I heard, he went to pressure one of the days. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you think it's true? I actually... I believe he probably did research that. And I, I... Yeah. Wait, is that the bit? That's uh, it. Yeah, like I think it's 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 yeah about like having faith in yourself as an artist and like yeah. yeah what is what's, what's, is the comic Jim Davis? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, like, I just what? looked at Jim Davis. That's him. <laughs> I'm writing that worth right now. I he's see. wearing he's wearing like the Groucho Marx eyeglasses. <laughs> that Jim Davis created yep. Garfield's worth eight hundred million dollars. Holy shit! It really does say five point five billion USD. Wait, oh, that's that's how much is power. What? Power. The Jim Davis merchandising and licensing of Garfield yeah. is worth wow. I had a, a he Garfield. can eat all the lasagna he wants. <laughs> I mean, they they made a film franchise, and I was like, like the latter end of it, like yeah, you, it, it, it had Tim Curry in it. It's one of the most marketable marketed characters yeah. ever. I think. All right, I gotta know how much Adam Scott's worth because uh, Adam Scott, creator of Dilbert and hater of women. Um, oh, I thought, I thought you meant yeah. like the good Leslie Nopes. Yeah, Leslie Nopes. Oh wait, no, I, who's the yeah, I think you got those wrong. Something Scott... Scott Adams? Yeah, Scott. Scott, Scott, Scott Adams. Oh, that's... Okay, that's just silly, guys. That's, that's, that's kind of cute. It's a reasonable mistake. It's yeah. not like it. Scott Adams, okay, creator of Dilbert, hater of women. I want to see what his net worth is, because he built, famously, a mansion in the shape of Dilbert's head. That's Did he? Cool. Oh, yeah. Did I? Uh, what a... Uh, he's for that, but not kind us. of vain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's worth $75 million still, so... Um, Man, if you got into the comic strip game in the early yeah, 90s... Yeah, one that takes off, yeah. You... Holy shit, dude. And now they're worth nothing, which how's, is insane. How, how's the creator of Baby Blues doing? Oh, uh, he's got the same last name as me. Uh, oh. Something Kirkman. Oh. Baby Blues Brandon creator. Kirkman? Brandon. Oh my god, it's a picture of me. <laughs> now I'm melting like Dorian Gray. Or if he passes away and like you just get some of that money just, uh, just randomly. Oh, it's right. It's a team. So it was Jerry Scott and Rich Kirkman. Or oh. Rick Kirkman. So, Baby Booth. Uh, so, let's see what Rick Kirkman's worth. Oh, this is our new game, too, of what's a cartoonist worth. <laughs> our, our, our newspapers never got Baby Blues. Did you get the Baby Blues because of it? I mean, I watched Baby Blues, the cartoon, when they put it on Adult Swim for a little while. It wasn't bad. Where are you, where are you from? Yeah. Uh, Kentucky. Okay. I thought that was true. I feel like I know enough about you to know that, yeah. but I didn't want to uh, risk it. Yeah. Oh, did Robert Kirkman from... Oh, yeah. shit. Robert Kirkman, yeah, he's sure. worth way less than all these motherfuckers. He's six million dollars. Well, his, um, oh. his his franchise is like it's still uh, it's still burgeoning. 
Like, The Walking Dead isn't merchandised uh, that much. Mm-hmm. There's a video game and there's a TV show, like, but, like, there's not a Walking Dead notepad. Yeah, that's true. Like a Garfield notepad like I have here. I, I don't Walking know if you've Dead ever seen a loot keeper. crate. There's a lot of Walking Dead, like, stationary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they... All that stuff's Chinese. Factory made crap. That's everything, though. True, but I think with, like, when you get loot crates, it's even more so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Next um, time we'll look up Matt Groening's net worth. Uh, oh shit! Okay, well, yeah, we'll do that next time. I gotta save it for the game. I do like just calling it what the, what an artist's worth. <laughs> what's what's an <laughs> yeah. what's an artist's worth? Yeah, it's all pointless, guys. It's, guess what? It's nothing. Yeah, I th- I figure we give Aaron a break from calling him also because it's two a.m. and he deserves oh. some human decency. Not yeah, a just, lot though. Just because he's awesome. yeah, we keep we keep calling Aaron Clapper on the just podcast. Just because he's fucking sick. Fuck him. Yeah. He posted like a picture of his face on a girl with big anime titties. Oh, just he's go, him. Oh, just one. I'm glad he did that when I was on the CTA bus and somebody's looking over my shoulder. <laughs> that stupid motherfucker. I We're did, calling him right now. That happened at work. That <laughs> happened when I, yeah, I was at Apple. I worked well, work for him. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say where I work on the podcast. <laughs> We're calling him right now. This motherfucker. Oh, god damn it. All right. Crawling there to ask some questions. If he doesn't pick up, that's fine. We gotta ask him what his ties to 9-11 are. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was born on September 14th, by the way. Oh. And I have a bit about how uh, my <laughs> first ever wet dream was on September 10th. That's true. <laughs> I have to... Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> yep, that, that 2001. Yeah, that September 10th. Was yeah. that your one and only because you believe that caused 9-11? <laughs> I do a bit about how um, I felt, felt real uh, crazy about it, especially because uh, my wet dream was about a plane crash victim. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, not one of the not one of the victims on the plane. Yeah, if I had a a what dream premonition, if that was the only way I could stop crying, that's my early edition. It was just just a happy coincidence (laughs) that they're both plane crash victims. That'd be like a pretty good uh, TV. uh, That'd be a pretty terrible TV show. But like, if if I have what dreams about victims the day before in order to save their lives, (laughs) and that's on CBS, the new morning edition. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm calling them. Fuck them. You know what I found out recently, which I still think is so <coughs> Bless you. Bless you. Ooh. Which I found out so fu- fucking weird. What? Uh, so there is specific porn that you can find for people celebrating, like, Aaron? St. Patrick's Day. Or just hey, Podzuki's calling. Yeah, I looked up Halloween. Oh, I'm not I proud got, of it. I, I plugged my phone in. It's on 1%, so the phone might drop, but I plugged the phone in the charger. We weren't going to call you this episode, and we wanted to give you some human decency, but then you posted three pictures of you with huge anime titties today on Facebook. Yeah, I don't have any rights anymore. That's what I'm <laughs> uh, what, what are you doing right now? Uh, I'm watching uh, MasterChef Junior and uh, looking at Instagram. <laughs> Alright, uh, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who, who's your favorite kid? The old, uh, new old video. That was, that was so good. Yeah. Who's your favorite kid on the show? Um, I'm not really feeling this season. They're a fucking bunch of dorks, man. No personality. <laughs> like, does even Ramsey look a little upset? Like, oh, I can't yell at these kids. They're not worth my time. They're kind of like, this season, they're just kind of making each other laugh by being mean to the kids. Like, another season, they're really, really nice. <laughs> <laughs> they just got a bunch of kids they hated. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm looking at battery right now, thinking of you. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Martin. Oh, oh thanks, thanks, Eric. Yeah. 
Um, you should post some pictures of Martin with giant anime titties oh. for his birthday. Oh, please don't. My parents are at my wall. I spent 20 minutes making a Martin anime titty this morning, and, uh, you know what? No one cares, apparently. <laughs> Maybe message it to him as opposed to posting it on his wall. Yeah. Just for the decency of cover of it not of the world not saying that. I'm here too, and I don't have anything to say to you. <laughs> he's upset at you. <laughs> uh, I, I, I heard the he's upset me. I hear the rest. Yeah, uh, he said Luke said he didn't have anything to say to you right now. Yeah. Um. Well, Luke, how's your how's your face, bro? Oh yeah, it's fine. It's a lot less okay. swollen than it was. I I bought an eye patch, but I didn't really need it after that first day. Yeah. But now I have an eye patch. <laughs> Although you said I bought an iPad, and I was like, "Oh, that's a, no. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Oh, that's that's an interesting purchase." Yeah, you don't. Yeah, bought an iPad. Yeah, we we can all agree eye patches are pretty cool. But uh, before you before we go, do you do you want to say anything to the listeners? Yeah, uh, you know, fucking, it's cool to smoke uh, everything you can. <laughs> everything. Um, It's good advice. All right. Well, thank you, Aaron. Uh, we'll make sure our listeners know that. All right. Bye. Love you. Okay. All right. Love you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, man, it would have been better if you, we woke up from sleeping. But <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like that's enough for the stupid games unless we were to argue any kaijus. Um, I don't have any rare to go. Yeah, Do you have okay. anything? No. kaijus? So, kaijus are giant monsters from Japanese Oh, no, 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 sorry, I thought you said kaijus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As in, like, like, you had, like, I thought it was a pun. Try yeah, some delicious like... kaijus. Oh, that's good. Uh, here, uh, so we do have a pre-existing list of things that we've argued that are not kaijus, that are kaijus, uh, okay. that fall under the Jews list, which is also under Schindler's list. Sure. The maybe Jews, the I don't care, the whatevers, the anti-kaijus, a list of pretty cool dudes, a list of not cool dudes. And right down here, we just wrote natural beauty is destructive. Uh, so, general general idea is a kaiju would be something like Clifford the Big Ragged Dog, or okay. the concept of love. Yeah. And uh, something that wouldn't be a kaiju would be something like uh, Shrek, or my ex-wife, or <laughs> yeah, Borat, or Borat's fat friend. Yeah. Yeah. So I, let's skip this game. Yeah, I'm too tired <laughs> for that today. Yeah. I feel like we should just get to the good old plugs and recommendations. Sure. That sounds Uh, we're gonna get this up after our one year anniversary show, so it was great. Everybody showed up. Uh, John Mulaney did a set. Uh, only five minutes because so we had to get everybody else through, make sure everybody had the right amount of time. Yeah, he begged us to get. It on, was so sad. Put him on for a minute. Yeah, it's like, come on, John. Uh, so we gave him five minutes still, which was nice. Uh, but yeah, always, always though, if you're in Chicago, third Thursday of every month at Bonus Round Cafe, we were, uh, me and Martin run a show called Slide Near DMs, which is super fun. Uh, it's a good time, and you get to roll a die, and some Dungeon Dragons antics might happen. So check that out. And for my recommendation, it's a fun show. I've done it. Yeah, Tristan had a great set. Oh. That was a great show altogether for oh, that one. Too. Super fun. Yeah, uh, but my recommendation, I'm gonna say uh, Read Way of Kings by Brandon Swanson. Uh, it's a really good fantasy novel. It's oh, a big yeah. old thick novel. There's uh, shard blares and murder buttons. I don't know, man. There's a bunch of bunch of fancy words that are hard to say out loud. It's hard. Reading's hard. It is. And uh, you know what? Uh, I want to recommend something that makes reading feel easy. Follow Brandon Kirkman on Twitter. Yeah. I don't get it smart. I go stupid. <laughs> Follow me at kirkmanbrandon.com. Uh, 
And you should also follow Ed Martin Felschman too on Twitter. Thank you. And then uh, I want to recommend, uh, uh, I think one of my favorite Mountain Goats albums, uh, Beat the Champ. I don't know much about wrestling, and like 90% of the comedy community has tried to teach me about wrestling, but uh, I feel this album did a much better job of it. Yeah. Or listen to Goths. That's another great one of theirs. Goths is a great album. Yeah. I don't know. I like them both, but mm. I specifically now, I recommend Beat the Champ. Beat yeah. the Champ's a good album. Very sad. Mm. Very good. I'll recommend Tuna Salad. Oh. Good, so just yeah. go somewhere and get some Tuna Salad. Or make it. Make yeah. it yourself. That's the nice thing about Tuna Salad is you can make it kind of cheap and easy for yourself, or you can go real fancy, make some nice and primo ingredients, or go to a restaurant and get a good one. Yeah, put dill in it. Hell Chicken yeah. salad needs dill. Mm. Everything else is optional, but... Yeah. Dill, you really... That's one of the few flavors dill really works with, too, I feel like. Mm. Yeah. And then, yeah, that you can... And uh, pickles and chips. Ooh, I'm getting hungry again. Uh, but yeah, Tristan, you can recommend or plug anything you want. Alright, I think I'm going to do one of each. Ooh. Um, the thing you don't know about me, all, uh, is that um, whenever I do a podcast, I, uh, I plug the same thing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's something I'm not in any way affiliated with, but I think it's uh, the dumbest, funnest thing on the internet. It's probably defunct now. It's probably a defunct website. But it's called Your Dick Looks Great in Those Heels dot com. It was a Tumblr. Uh, either your dick looks great or good in those heels. I'm not sure which one. But I'm checking it right now. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, it's a website where uh, men put their penises into women's heels to see if it looks like a foot. And <laughs> this is. I've shown this to Aaron Klopfer, and then he posted it to his uh, Instagram page, and didn't get in trouble for it either. Uh, but anytime I'm on a podcast, I promote that website. What's it called? Uh, your dick looks good in those heels dot com. Gotcha. <laughs> We're all. Uh, it looks like it's still going. Oh, nice. Ooh, yeah. sweet. Is it good or great? Uh, I'm gonna pull up right now. It looks like they've moved over to Reddit. Oh, okay. smart. Yep, they are still happening. Nice. Oh boy, this is fantastic. <laughs> this is a gift, guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I feel done. But I cannot look away. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what. <laughs> this is this is this makes sense that you showed to Aaron. This is the most Aaron website that's ever existed. Oh, and when you get to the bottom, it just says continue to contribute to the growth. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> by putting your hard erect penis in some heels. Also, the balls of my feet hurt. <laughs> now no, that's a good wordplay. Uh, and then for uh, for recommendations. Uh, I've been doing, um, I've been, I, out of the blue, uh, started making a new dish that I like for myself. I've been doing, um, uh, ground beef, I'm uh, sorry, ground turkey, um, and, and, uh, brown rice fajitas. Yeah, that's oh. good salt uh, stuff, man. Salt, uh, I've been doing a uh, whole wheat fajitas to, yeah. like, make it a little bit healthier, too. That's been pretty cool. I know that's maybe not mind-blowing, but, uh, I like it. Yeah. I think I'm gonna add some more sauces to it, too. I've been doing, like, a pretty awesome marinade, and, uh, maybe get some orange chicken sauce. Who knows? I'm gonna... Ooh. Go buck wild. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's worth it. I'm thinking I might do that as soon as I get home. Which Ooh. will actually be kind of a long effort for cooking. Yeah, as I was say, because we are finishing almost right after 2 a.m. here. Because yeah. it's a late one, guys. It sounds worth it. Yeah. No, just like everybody listening. You're worth it. Yeah. You know what they say. Best spice is hunger. Oh, man, I thought you were going to go with our sign-off. That would have been perfect. Well, no, we're not done yet. Are we? Actually, we are. You know, it's like they always say. Robot man only have one plan. Drive car fast.
Yeah, and then we just played Tracy Chapman after that. Yeah. <laughs> Could you repeat that though? I'm just just yeah. I mean, yeah. I said we're gonna cut this off. But... Oh, I'm sorry. I'll probably keep it. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, Robot Man only have one plan: drive car fast. Okay. All right. It's very long and complicated. To explain. Yeah. No, I, 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 that's my explanation. I just it's not even funny. Like it's just it's pretty funny. I mean, honestly, I love Tracy Chapman, so I'll I'll listen to this podcast just for that. Yeah. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car, speed so fast it felt like I was drunk. City lights day out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged I... Oh hi, I didn't see you there That's because this is a podcast Hello, this is your district manager, Hobart And here at NPC Inc., we stand for two things Making you a high-quality podcast called Destined Day Jobs whatever it is this company does. Let's meet some of your fun co-workers. Hi, my name is Stuart D. Beacon, and I'm your half-elf IT person. Oh, hey, I'm Agnes Hellman, and I'm a tiefling accountant. Hello, I am Group T. Camry. I am a dwarf accountant or CFO. And it's me, Matthias Maxwell. I'm one of your salespersons, and I love anime. Here at Destined Day Jobs, we play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, but we've transcribed all the rules into the real world. So join us every other week for a brand new episode where four to five co-workers go on very mundane adventures so they can avoid doing work at all costs and have as much fun as they possibly can with their Destined Day Jobs. So listen in, because we make... The, the Mundane Fantastical! show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>